Welcome into the Rebound Rundown. Today is Monday, February 6, 2023. I'm your host, Paul Fritchner, and this is produced by Chatterbox Sports. This is your Daily Digest college basketball show where you can get your info on Cincinnati area college hoops every Monday through Friday in short episodes. This is your weekend recap, and we'll start from the top on Saturday. Cincinnati got a nice quad two home win over UCF, 73-64. The story of this game was all about the turnovers for the Knights. They committed 24 turnovers, and UC scored 26 points off of them. Those 24 turnovers were the most in a game for the Knights all season. UC went into the half up 11 after only allowing UCF to score 20 points in the first 20 minutes. The second half got dicey, though, with the Bearcats never able to fully put away the Knights. With less than three minutes left, Cincinnati was up seven, and then in the blink of an eye, UCF rattled off a 7-0 run to tie the game. That was when David DeJulius stepped up yet again. With the Bearcats up one and less than a minute to go, DeJulius hit a step-back three, and UC salted away the game from that point forward. Victor Locken had 20 points, and DeJulius had 19. 18 of Lockin's 20 points came in the second half. Cincinnati is now 16-8 and and 7-4 and in the AAC. Louisville played a close one at the Yum Center against Florida State, but the Cardinals couldn't string two wins together, losing to the Seminoles 81-78. Florida State jumped out to an early 11-point lead, but Louisville cut it to six just before the half. Then, trailing by 15, the Cardinals went on a 17-2 run to tie the game at 74 with about two minutes left. Florida State got a late basket from Matt Cleveland to put the Seminoles ahead, and that put them ahead for good. That closed out Louisville's easiest stretch of their schedule. They only have one game the rest of the way against a team worse than 68th on Ken Palm. That game will be on Saturday the 25th against Georgia Tech. Miami lost to Ohio 78 to 68. Makai Larry had 24 for the Red Hawks. I mentioned last week that Miami had their work cut out for them to qualify for the MAC tournament, but they do have two sub 300 Ken Palm teams at Millette Hall this week Western Michigan on Tuesday, then Central Michigan on Saturday. If Miami wants to have a chance to play in that MAC tournament, they pretty much have to go 2 0 this week. Number 16, Xavier picked up what was probably the easiest and most stress-free win against a high-major opponent this season on Saturday against St. John's. The Musketeers came firing out of the gate and never looked back en route to a 96-71 win. That's Xavier's 11th win in conference play, meaning the Musketeers will finish over 500 in Big East play for the first time since 2017-2018, the year they won the regular season title. Jack Nungie led Xavier with 21 points. Colby Jones had 19, a really strong 19 points. Sule Boom had 17, Desmond Claude had 11, and Jerome Hunter added 10. Those 11 points from Des Claude came on 4 of 4 shooting from the floor with three threes. He also had three assists with only one turnover in 29 minutes. Sean Miller talked after the game about how nice it is to see Des developing in the way that he is right now, especially with his three-point shooting. Being able to rely on the freshman point guard for quality minutes can unlock another dimension of this team. Should also note that Cam Kraft, another freshman, saw 10 minutes of action on Saturday and scored 8 points on 3 of 6 shooting with a 3. Xavier was 15 of 28 from 3 in the game, good for 54%, and briefly held the top spot in the nation in 3-point shooting percentage until Utah State reclaimed the title later in the night. Xavier is second in the nation right now at 40.4% from beyond the arc. 
Heading into the bye week where Xavier doesn't play again until Friday, this was a huge one for Xavier in a lot of ways. Only Jerome Hunter played more than 30 minutes. You worked through several bench players to test your depth, and you never had to sweat the result of the game. Also, because of Cincinnati's win over UCF, the Bearcats moved up in the net to being a quad one win for Xavier. That gives Xavier seven quad one wins for now. Xavier sits with a record of 19-5 overall and 11-2 in the Big East. Wright State picked up an easy 15-point win at Robert Morris, winning 82-67. Trey Calvin continued his monster season, pouring in 24 points. Brandon Knoll had a great game for the Raiders, too, with 16 points and 15 rebounds. Northern Kentucky was saddled with a blowout loss at Youngstown State in a battle of first-place teams, with the Penguins beating the Norse 74-56. It was close at half, with Youngstown State only up four, but a 14-2 second-half run put the game away. This was a game mostly dominated by the Penguins, despite the closer early score. Youngstown did a very good job limiting Marquez Warwick, holding NKU's leading score to only six points on the night. Sam Vinson had a season-high 18 points for the Norse. I saw a Dayton fan tweeted on Saturday night, but it really doesn't matter what Dayton does at this point from now until they get to Brooklyn for the Atlantic 10 tournament. That was solidified even more over the weekend as UD lost 68-59 at St. Bonaventure. This was Dayton's fourth loss in their last seven games, and three of those losses have come against teams ranked worse than 150 on Ken Palm. Once the Bonnies took the lead with about five and a half to go in the first half, the Flyers never got it back. St. Bonaventure went on a small run to stretch their lead in the early portion of the second half, and the Bonnies pretty much cruised from there. Duran Holmes had 21 for Dayton, and Tumani Kamara added 12 points with 17 rebounds. Dayton can absolutely win the Atlantic 10 tournament, but again, their at-large hopes, they are dead. Kentucky picked up a solid home win over Florida on Saturday night, 72-67. The Wildcats have now won six in a row within the SEC and six of seven overall to put themselves right back in the NCAA tournament conversation. Cason Wallace had a great night for UK with 20 points and Jacob Toppin had 17. This was a game Kentucky had control of, although Florida did make it kind of close late in the second half. Kentucky now has Arkansas at Rupp on Tuesday night, and if they win that, the Wildcats will really be moving in the right direction if they aren't already. Kentucky has Arkansas twice, Tennessee, and Auburn down the stretch. Let's go around the country now from Saturday. Number one, Purdue lost on the road at Assembly Hall to number 21, Indiana, 79-74. The Hoosiers are looking real good right now and handed Purdue just their second loss of the season. Virginia Tech beat number six, Virginia, in Blacksburg. Number 13, Iowa State, dominated number 8, Kansas, from start to finish, winning 68-53. Number 2, Tennessee, beat number 25, Auburn, 46-43. You heard that right, 46-43. Oklahoma State got a home win over number 15, TCU, 79-73. Number 10, Texas, surged back from an 11-point halftime deficit to beat number 7, Kansas State, 69-66. In a game I didn't even mention on the weekend preview, Duke beat North Carolina by six in a fun game at Cameron Indoor. Number 24, UConn, needed a late surge to beat Georgetown in D.C., 68-62. And then in one of the best games of the day on Saturday night, freshman Aiden Mahaney led number 18, St. Mary's, to a 78-70 overtime win over number 12, Gonzaga. 
The Bulldogs were winning for much of the game, but Mahaney took over in the second half. The Gales are going to be a very interesting team to watch in March, given how much Ken Palm and the Net like them, also considering they have two quad three losses and only two quad one wins. St. Mary's is sixth in the net and seventh on Ken Palm. On Sunday, number three, Houston took care of Temple with a huge second half, 81-65. to And in Big Ten action, Michigan beat Ohio State in Ann Arbor. Penn State lost to Nebraska, 72-63. to And Northwestern clipped Wisconsin in Madison, 54-52. to Tonight, there are two big games. Texas visits Kansas in a massive Big 12 battle that will have huge implications for the Big 12 title race. And Duke goes to Miami as the Blue Devils look to build on the momentum from Saturday's win over UNC. Duke and Miami tips at 7. Texas and Kansas are after that at 9, both on ESPN. Paul's Pick of the Day, presented by Betfred Sportsbook, went 2-1 and one again this weekend, the second weekend in a row that's happened. VCU and St. Louis went under on Friday night for a win. Kansas lost by a million on Saturday, so I missed there. But Michigan got us to 2-1 and one with a win over Ohio State on Sunday. Tonight, I'll take Texas plus four at Kansas. I don't really know what to make of Kansas. This is one of those classic games where Kansas could win by 10 or lose by 10, and I wouldn't be shocked. But Texas is playing consistently well, and if you're giving me four points with the top team in the Big 12 right now, I'll take them. That'll do it for today's Rebound Rundown. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your Monday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.